I promise it's a one shot. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring explicit language, violence, and mature themes. Listener discretion advised. Okay, so at this point, Gretchen, even you notice the sound of the footprints getting closer. You can also start to hear a deep, low growl coming from the shadows as well. And for the first time in the podcast, everyone roll me initiative. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. So, surprise, surprise. Big rock lady is slow. <laughs> Welcome to I Promise It's a One Shot. A fortnightly D&D podcast from my friends have sacrificed yet another evening to this quick adventure. I'm Charlie, and as always, I'm joined by Alex, Fran, Michael, Rebecca, and Patrick. Last time, the party explored options on how they were going to repay the crown. Norman spoke to a contact within the Thieves Guild and found a few jobs, one of them being a heist of steel from Gretchen's father. When looking at the adventuring board, they found a job for the Goblin Horde. Whilst on the road, they headed into the misty forest before encountering something in the mist. And I promise, it's a one-shot. No longer alone in the mist, you feel the hairs on the back of your neck stand up at the sound of the growl that rumbles through the air. Uh, Gretchen and Celeste, as you stare for any sign of life, you can see a shadow of a four-legged creature with illuminated yellow eyes greet you. Making its way closer and closer, you can see it's a huge direwolf ready to pounce. Get me like the launcher on, and I aim vaguely at the wolf for me like the launcher. Uh, it was attached to me armor, so me artificer. It's the type of, the type of armor I got on right now. Um, okay. So. <laughs> what the fuck? It's an eight to hit. See like I missed. <laughs> so. Just for the sake of the audience listening in, most combat would usually comprise of swinging swords or firing bows. Uh, you just activated your Iron Man armor and it's fired the, wildly the, at it. Yeah, it's the armor I'm wearing. I've got two versions of my armor. I've got lightning gauntlets currently, which I've not got touched on, and lightning launcher, um, which is like little attachments on my gloves that attaches to my armor. Okay, so Talon enters the battle and takes out a tree behind the wall. Uh, I'm gonna have him roll. <laughs> no, no, when ducks as it fucking flies over him. Who gave the drunk that? Jesus Christ! <laughs> if it makes you feel better, when I hit something with it, I do an extra 1d6 plus 3 lightning damage. So... <laughs> you really hit something with it? <laughs> right now, Tom. Like, ooh... Tom Mob's just like, not the tree! So with the lightning going over the wolf's head and into the tree, and the tree smack into the ground, uh, it spooks the wolf and it just runs for its life. I rolled like a nat one on my saving throw. (laughs) 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 Guys, I don't know about you, but I can do with a drink after that. Jeez. Come on, drinks! He says from the Oh, you don't want a drink? That's right. I'll have yours as well. Good man. And uh, Tanlin pours out um, <laughs> goblets of ale for everybody. For everyone who wishes a drink, uh, roll me a constitution saving throw. Guys, I, be I, warned. I ain't drinking in and it isn't a health potion. Uh, 
Six. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh. just let you know, I can only make four gallons of beer a day. That's it. That's the limit. Four gallons of beer. Hold so, on. Gretchen, you are hit hard by that alcohol. <laughs> um, I mean, you are a basic white bitch, so at the end of the day, <laughs> you're you drink. I'll have you um, know what I'm great. Okay. <laughs> she's, a, she's a basic rock bitch. God. <laughs> uh, you literally, you enter your hippie stage and you start wandering around the forest going, this song's about me. Um, <laughs> and just living your best life. What do you guys wish to do now? Gretchen. <laughs> you certainly can. Go and roll me a investigation check. 18. So as you go towards the tree that was hit by the lightning bolts and you start pushing away the brackets and the the tree, the, sorry, the branches, branches, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You start pushing away the branches. Um, You can find uh, the two baby owls there chirping at its mother. The mother has a broken wing. Aww. But it's for, it, she, it, she's alive. She's alive, but okay. she has a broken wing. If it's if she's not healed, she probably won't be able to feed herself or her children. Oh, how do I? How do I? How do I? How do I heal her? <laughs> uh, roll me a nature check. Seventeen. Uh, so you could cr- um, create some sort of like crude splint for her wing. Okay. Well, I'll do that. Ooh, okay. I have tools for this. I can make this. It was your tools that put the owl in this position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can fix it. I'm good at fixing things. Okay, so Tannen, how do you want to assist? Um, literally, I've got like, I've got tools of the trade. I've got literally tools I can fix this. It's literally what we tinker things. I can make any little clockwork device. So I'm sure tinker's tools so I can make a little clockwork, um, a little mechanized wing thing. So it'll get splint, but also let the wing come down so it can fly. Okay. That'd be really cute. So as you both get to work, you create this clockwork android wing for this owl. Uh, it's starts to give it a little bit of a shake and you can see if they go um, and it can now (laughs) it can now fly again it's children um, kind of like nuzzle into your feet Celeste Um, has anyone got animal um, speak of animals or anything sort of like that Um, no Uh, no not no. speak with animals. I do have animal handling. Uh, you know. <laughs> the owls wouldn't happen to know thieves can't, would they? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyone who wants to roll me animal handling, they can. I've got 12. You've got a 12, okay. I don't want to touch it because I'm big and I, and I'm probably <laughs> Okay, so you can kind of both get the feeling that these owls want to go with you. Can we get little owl friends? Okay, can I scoop them up? Yeah. I'm just going to hold my little, hold my hand out. Okay, so the baby owls climb onto your hand 
uh, and then nestle themselves onto your shoulder. The clockwork owl kind of like flies up and lands on Talon's shoulder. Uh, and you guys have now got a new lovable NPC. Yay, oh. what are they called? You, you can name them whatever you want. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and give it a little gentle pet. <laughs> okay. Uh, a also, hand. Mm-hmm. So, Gretchen, why are you dancing there? Watch out for the grease. It's still there. What's grease? <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> what? And Gretchen so dex- falls to the ground. So you dex- <laughs> yeah, so you dex- save, yeah. Shadow dex save. Walk past her and whack her with my tail. So she's like, <laughs> give me a, de- ooh, give me a, st- oh, ooh, right, so make me an opposing strength check. Oh gosh, who me? Yeah, if you want to whack her with your tail. Well, have advantage, or just advantage. I don't want to whack her very hard. <laughs> but bearing in mind, she's a little bit drunk. I just want to give her a little, like, <laughs> Oh, that's a good point, awesome. actually. Uh, yeah, so strike. Gretchen, do we have disadvantage, please? Roll me another one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Twelve. Okay, so you manage to, you stumble a little bit, um, but you manage to stay upright and just keep living your best life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When, uh, when we level up, I'm going to go to a like c- cross uh, career path and go for a paladin just to take a fucking oath of vengeance against nature. <laughs> 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 and uh, Gretchen uh, and Celeste, uh, you now have some owls accompanying you. Uh, the little baby owls are on Celeste's shoulder and... Uh, the clockwork owl is kind of like hovering between Gretchen and Tanlin at the minute. Oh, can we name them? Yeah, I mean, you certainly can if you want to. Far. It's not a very good name. We'll call one of them Tim. We'll call one of them Tick and one of them Talk. No, I think, I think we have to now. I think we have to call them Far. Far. <laughs> 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 Fine, the name is Foie and Foie too. <laughs> <laughs> so those two baby birds, you can do like Foie and Tick and Talk. <laughs> foie and the mum could be Foie. Yeah. And, and the then babies. the babies will be Tick Tock. There you go. <laughs> you have to say in a really jolly accent. So. Foie. Foie. <laughs> Does she do any <laughs> other accent? <laughs> <laughs> I could try and do a Scottish, but I'd feel. Please, God, no. <laughs> she is a woman of nobility. And canonically, the Geordie accent is a posh accent in this world. <laughs> yeah, I'm too posh for you guys. Roll me a animal handling to see if <laughs> the bowel will accept this new name. <laughs> One sec, I haven't even got my car. Oh, she goes. <laughs> 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 Oh, and it's taken forever. Uh, can I roll it in my head? Do you want one of us to roll it for you? <laughs> yeah, because it's taken forever. I'll do a roll. Oh, there you go. You got 11. Yay. Good, good job, Gretchen. Take the 23. Take <laughs> the 23. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, with your 23, <laughs> the owl kind of like swoops down and 
gives like a little like happy chirp like, and um accepts the new name you now have a npc animal companion named four <laughs> what do you guys wish to do <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you guys make it out of the misty forest, the air starts to clear up and you can start to see beads of sunlight come through the canopy above you. You come onto a dirt path and you start finding some sense of civilization once again. Walking out into the clearing, you can see the small hamlet of Willowbrook. Looking in there, you can see that is a farmland area. The uh, It looks quite quiet. To be honest with you, as you walk through, you can see a couple of people um, sitting around, um, kind of like tending to their own wares. Uh, there's a woman um, like opening up the window frames, um, trying to get ready for her business to be ready. You can see the local tavern uh, is currently closed. However, as you walk up closer to it, uh, someone roll me a perception check. Eight, Ian. Six. Eight. <laughs> okay, so Gretchen, you can tell that the tavern is kind of covered in dust. Ooh. It's not been seen to in a long time. Um, as you keep walking closer and closer, uh, Tavmav, Celeste, and Talon, you are just kind of like living your best life, don't know what you're looking at. Um, <laughs> however, Gretchen, you get a sense of unease walking around the place. Like, this place is too quiet guys are you seeing this tavern it's proper monkey it looks like home like, I'm not about you, but a hamlet needs somewhere to drink especially if they're farming all the time and that is there anyone around uh, so you can see a scattering of people um, there is an old woman feeding pigeons uh, there is two men kind of like playing cards together um, there's a couple of field hands coming back from a day's work. Um, and you can see um, the buildings around you. Uh, so the most noticeable ones are obviously the tavern. Uh, there's also a blacksmith and a farm. Uh, there appears to be what looks like a school as well. Uh, as you come into the center of the town, you just get a sense of like a foreboding silence. Like n no one really wants to speak to one another. I'll wander towards the blacksmiths and be like, Oh, hi guys. I'm somewhat of a good worker myself. And I was just wondering if you had any wares or anywhere I can just fix up this armor or maybe help you make some armor. Because I'm very good at it. I've had years of experience. Okay. <laughs> so as you head come towards the blacksmith, you can see... Uh, barely middle-aged man of a thick black beard uh, covered with ash and he's standing next to his forge um, as he turns to you you are instantly just hit with the sight of his huge muscular frame uh, he takes off his goggles and you can just see like a suit covered face and he goes um, uh, how, how could uh, um, um, uh, um, um, and then behind him uh, this like little quite wiry framed woman is like oh N never mind him. Um, uh, hello, uh, how can we help? I was just wondering if you need a hand fixing anything or if I could just help myself and just do a bit of odd jobs around here. One of my colleagues that I'm traveling with would like to, a new weapon 
and I just wondered if I could provide you some service, you would allow me to use your forge. Oh, customers? Uh, well, well, certainly, certainly. certainly. Uh, the wiry woman um, takes off her apron and like brushes back her amber hair uh, and sits down at the, like a makeshift table. The burly man uh, puts his goggles back down and gets back to hammering. Um, Harvey seems to do like an air of like show about him, uh, just to kind of just to kind of show how much of a better blacksmith he is than you potentially could be. Uh, the wiry woman uh, goes out. Oh, okay, yes, certainly. Uh, what what could I interest you in? It's not it's not very often we we get visitors around here. So anything you guys would normally make. I mean, if you've got any armor, or any weapons, or any novelties, I'm sure me and my friends could have a look around and you know uh, see if it takes sort of interest. Or if you want anything improved, I'm good at improving stuff. Uh, well, well, certainly, um, of, of course. Um, so to, to save the audience from listening to a shopping episode, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to quickly say that you guys basically get a array of a lot of weapons. There's some scimitars, long swords. Um, in terms of armor, they do scale mail, chain mail. Um, she turns to you, Tan, and goes, uh, well, there is one thing we could test you on. Um, you could try out uh, improving this piece of armor. I've been trying to make it uh, a little bit more fanciful for one of our clients, but uh, unfortunately, Gormand here, uh, he's hes not the most uh, delicate hands. Uh, my, my apologies. My name is Maria. Hi, Maria. My name is Tanlin. Artificer and blacksmith and builder in Stargard. So, so what like can drink. I just your friends in? Uh, oh, uh, uh, no, no, thank you. I, I'm okay, thank you. Uh, have a gourmand turns and he goes, it's Good sir, would you like a drink? I have ale or wine. Or, if you're weird, water. <laughs> so, <laughs> he looks at you and goes, Ale. 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 Good choice. And I'll just go to be, um, alchemy drug and I'll start pouring out like just continuously pouring ale just okay. more and more ale so whilst uh, Tanlin's drinking with Gormand what do the rest of you want to do uh, I'm gonna ask around to see if they've got a a boy a what a what a boy what the hell's a boy uh, people who make bows yeah. You could have oh. just said <laughs> <laughs> coming out with your empty fancy words. That's that's the term. It's a boy. I'm pretty sure it's probably not. Let's check it, shall we? Let the Google out. Okay. A boy is a boy. A boy. A boy is a master craftsman who makes bows. Well, you know what? Point of inspiration. Thank you very much. I went to school in Gateshead. Go it's away. also the surname of an English football manager, apparently. Lee Boyer. Yeah, he's played for Newcastle. Uh, Alex, you're talking to a group of nerds playing D&D on a Thursday night. None of us really follow football here. Oh, I only found out because that's what popped up on Google. Yeah, I'll follow Google. Lee Boyer. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Norman, as you walk around, uh, you can see a on around the, the back of the blacksmith uh, a row of bows, kind of like hidden away in the background. Uh, Maria goes, "Oh, okay, okay, can I? Is there something piqued your interest?" 
Uh, yeah, do you have, uh, due to my height, a short bow, please? Uh, why, why, certainly. Um, and she heads over to the back and pulls out this like blue-looking short bow. Uh, she goes, uh, this is something I've been working on quite a bit, really. Uh, I've, we've been teaching some of the local children. And as she says this, roll me an insight check. Oh, plus zero. You love to see it. That's a three. You notice nothing nefarious or untowards in her speech. Um, <laughs> she goes, we've been giving out these bows to some of the children around here. Uh, here you go. Uh, that'll be um, five gold, please. Do you mind if I test it out first? Uh, well, certainly, certainly. There's a, a firing range just round the back. Celeste, uh, Gretchen, and Tav, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I want to see if I can buy some armor. Okay, so as discussed before, there are scale mail, um, chain mail, uh, basically any number of uh, armor you can imagine is there. Uh, they are all plus one. Ooh, I got some chain mail. Yep, so the chain mail. <laughs> uh, it is. Do, 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 do. Uh, she turns to you and goes, uh, that'll, that'll be 70 gold. Ooh, could you do 25? <laughs> Roll me persuasion. 20! <laughs> You'll love to see it. Uh, she <laughs> looks at you and goes, uh, um, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 25 if... Look, do you guys think you you could be able to help us with our problem here? Ooh, what kind of problem? She looks at you and goes, have, have you heard about our goblin problem? Yes. Recently, in the last couple of weeks, the goblins have been coming from the, the hills. Uh, there's only been a couple of them. However, we're not the, the most brave of bunches here. And uh, Gorman kind of like sits there and smiles to himself as the ale is really taking a hold. Because uh, if you could take care of the problem, um, maybe you'd be able to see what happened to some of the children. This one seems brave to me. He's brave enough to keep drinking, keeping it with me while drinking. Only a brave man could do that. <laughs> Roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, saving throw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> a natural one. <laughs> okay, so as you down your ale, um, <laughs> as you down your ale, Gormand uh, kind of like laughs really loud and smacks you back. However, because he hits you so hard and the ale has hit you, you tumble over into the pile of weapons, breaking several bows and uh, scratching a lot of armor. Maria kind of shrieks and goes like, what have you done? Don't, don't worry, don't worry. I can fix all this. I can fix all this. Give us some time. Of course I will. And I'll even improve some of the armor so it's better than it was before. So she is just raging, her face bright red of anger. If you're not happy with the result, I'll buy some of the stuff anyways and fix it myself along the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Maria turns to Celeste and goes, Listen, please, if you can take care of the goblin <clears throat> problem and sort out your friend... Then I'll give you anything you want for 25. He's a bit of a lost cause, mind. 
Well, he's your friend. I'm not lost. Um, wait, where are we? Which which village is this? <laughs> oh, where's the goblins? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she points you in the direction of the woods uh, just to the north. Uh, as you gaze out there, you can see uh, basically evidence of attacks. There are like some scorch marks on buildings, um, some windows being smashed in. Um, as you look up there, uh, what's your passive perception? A eleven. Uh, so as you look up the road, you can see uh, one or two houses where there was evidence of children playing um however they are just sitting motionless uh, a small bike turned over what appears to be a doll has been left out in the street um and there's a woman sitting on a, a porch just kind of staring into space they didn't uh, let's face it we only have one plan and it's time we as a group but some goblins. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie, for a second there, I thought you'd say, it's time to duel. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try and, like, talk to the goblins first? Like, see if we're gonna intimidate them into, like, pissing off. Are the goblins there? Is it not just the village people? I've created voices for every single goblin, and now all I want to do is just have them all be the village people. <laughs> oh, do it. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay, so can I speak to Maria? Oh, we're going to get cancelled on so many rebels. <laughs> Okay, can I speak to Maria and the dude and yes. say, what do you know of the goblins? So Maria um, looks at you and says, well, like I said before, the last couple of weeks they've been coming down and raiding our, our town. The children have been going missing. That's all I really know about that. I I'm, don't have any children myself, but uh, some of the families up the road, they're the ones who've been affected. I think... Uh, Lila up the road, she, her daughter has gone missing. Um, I haven't really seen much of her since then. But all I know is that they come in the night time and they've only been coming very recently. Uh, so Maria points you up the road and you can see the woman who is staring out vacantly into space. And she goes, uh, that's Lila. Okay, I'm going to walk towards Lila. Okay, so as you approach her, what she tell is... Me? Sorry, go on. I'm just going to basically go straight for the role playing with her, but go on. If you want to describe something. <laughs> I was just going to describe her. Uh, so as you get <laughs> close to Lila, you can see that she, the, the first thing that's noticeable is that she is a halfling. Uh, she's quite tinned and curly open hair that's kind of like quite weathered and disheveled. Uh, she sits there holding a small doll and just kind of like rubs it between her hands. Um... She hasn't noticed you or even acknowledged your presence as you come close to her. Lila, is it? Uh, who, who's asking? Just a wanderer. It's the wood of the trees. What can I do for you? How long has it been since your child went missing? She turns to you very briefly and then turns away and goes, Three days. She's been gone, free. And she starts like starting to 
like silently weep to herself. I understand your loss. Long. Do you know any more of anything that happened? Oh, all I know is that I was out in the farm, and she she was she was at home, and she was doing her chores. When I came home, the front door was open, and she was gone. Oh, I don't know where she don't is. Don't worry. I do everything to get her back. I even have a slight plan. I will talk to the rest of the group. Okay. I'm, I'm not holding out hope. You're not the first one who said they would help. Don't worry. Goblin buggery is part of my profession. She uh, smiles kind of like very weakly and then uh, turns back into space and just staring up the, up the road patiently hoping that she sees her daughter again. Okay, I'm going to go back to the rest of the party and go, okay, I'm not great with plans, so if anyone else has a better idea, I'm all ears and horns. However, what I'm thinking is, we have someone very short that we could dress as a child and throw up as bait, and I don't think he could hear us yet because he's playing with his new toy. I think we should definitely use him as bait, like, or Norman. Yeah. Bait Norman, yeah. Celeste. So, what did you say? I've just got back. Nothing. Shh. 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 Nothing. Nothing. Come over here. <laughs> Why? This one taught you. Norman. About the plan. Unless you didn't want to be involved and you didn't want to help the save the kiddies. I thought we were going to a talent show? Aye, on the way. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm missing kids. What, what are we doing then? Uh, right, so. We've come up with an idea. But you're not going to like it. Then we're not going to do it. Oh, so yeah. Like it. It's, it's, a good, it's a good plan. It's, it's like part of the idea. talent show. Uh, yeah. Do you want this is to get you prepped for the talent show? I don't even need an insight check to know that that's bullshit. Very <laughs> deception. Gretchen and Tavmav. Am I doing anything against that? Or? Uh, Romy, an opposing insight check. Eight. One. <laughs> <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> okay, by some fucking miracle, um, Norman, you fall for it. Wait, well, surely a natural one. Natural one and the eight. So I'm going to say a natural one halves the eight, which is still four, Fuck. which is still higher than your three. <laughs> Ooh, talent show, tell me more. <laughs> yes, sir. Oops, sorry, I think I accidentally. No, yes. The, the 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 cat is currently clicking things and managed to hit another inside check. Doesn't count. Uh, really? Uh, uh, oh my god! Yes. Yes. I'm just gonna smash him against the keyboard every time. I need to get a good uh, so, why well, doesn't look like one? Look like what? Okay, so part of the new new talent show, Norman, is wait a minute. We may have to dress you. Aye, it's in a, a, it's even a talent show. We have to dress you in like a little 
frilly frock and have you sleep on the edge of town unsuspectingly. It's all to do with playing your bagpipes, though, I promise. Can I have Hi. another insight? Because that's a terrible plan. <laughs> It'll be like uh, toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> it's Wait, like a you're not a toddler. So, go on, Celeste. So I'm just going to kind of glare at um, pa Patrick. Who is Patrick? Tausmaf. His name's on there. The little wooden boy. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm just going to glare at Tavmav a little bit and just say, do you not think if we're doing this, he needs to be a little bit more prepared? Doing what? So again, I'm just going to barge past him a little bit um, and just fill him in and say that the children of this village are being taken by goblins and we need to do what we ha can to help them. And part of the plan is dressing you up as a child as bait. We will be around. We haven't really established a plan any further than that, but we think the best option to get in is to use you as bait. No. How about instead of bait, you see it as an opportunity to single-handedly kill all the goblins and improve your talents even <laughs> further in the killing of them? It'll be a good warm. It's a good warm up for your fingers for the bagpipes. Ooh, roll me, uh, roll me persuasion with advantage. <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> God damn it! Fine. So Norman, you are swayed by Tanlin's words, and you realise that this is your moment to fucking shine. That's the spirit. I Promise It's a One Shot is a fortnightly D&D podcast. Join us for episode four. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify in between episodes. <laughs>